0: So, we just talked about the complexity, but also opportunities of designing those intelligent cognitive assistants. Perhaps in the future, with some kind of a proliferation of them around us, that it will sound very natural for us to work with different intelligent cognitive assistants for different parts of what we do. In what particular domain, areas of work or play, actually, do you believe cognitive assistants, especially those intelligent cognitive assistants, will have the strongest impact? Is that at home, in defense, in cyber, in healthcare, in gaming? You're welcome to give examples of what's happening today already, in which you've seen already an impact, but also what's coming up. What are the markets or the domains of work where they are ready to welcome those?
1: So I really think there is a high payoff in the defense industry for these cognitive assistants. Like we've said previously, they have an opportunity to, you know, be a real force multiplier. I think depending on the field you're in depends on what the current status is. I think, Phil, you've been talking about the work you've been doing in the maintenance field. I know for intelligence, we had Alfred the Butler that we worked on together, but I don't think they're heavily deployed to the field right yet that I have seen in recent times, but I think there's real opportunity there. and I also think so my sister is a nurse and before this call I, I went ahead and and talked to her about you know what do you think about a cognitive assistant? And I was asking her about medication and then she said right now that's already automated for them where if it's not a narcotic, that has to be handled separately. but basic medications are automatically distributed. Basically, that's an assistant, right? It gives you the pills to, to provide to the patient and it automatically inventories those. And she says that they have complete trust. It's like super great. She loves it. And that's very much integrated into their workflow there. Uh, she's a nurse and on their floor. So
0: you're talking about defense, healthcare. Has probably ripe for that kind mm-hmm. of accepting that kind of innovation that's coming out of the labs right now and maybe has not been fully fielded. Is that because those domains are particularly complex, Sylvain, have particularly variables, or because those domains have grave consequences for errors? I would say it's both. So to me, defense and healthcare, and I would also add cyber
2: as another domain or market where I would see intelligent cognitive assistance as having a major play and role to serve. And I think that's for a couple of reasons, because in those domains, humans need additional support or cognitive augmentation to perform at their best and beyond and avoid those type of critical outcomes namely death. Right In those domains, if you make a mistake, a human might die, or Mm -hmm. the wrong human might die in the case of military operations. Mm -hmm. And that is really a cost that we don't want to bear. Therefore, considering the complexity, the dynamicity, the uncertainty of the environment, which applies to defense, cyber, and healthcare, the speed of automation, the repeatability, the potential accuracy that the automation, the AI can provide at a speed much greater than the human could is a necessity to embed. The question is, what type of mechanisms do we want to embed and how? And I think that's where the crux is and where it's getting really difficult to bridge the gap between the research and the actual deployment of a developed version of a cognitive assistance. Because you need to select. Like you said earlier, Val, we have those grand ideas about perfect cognitive assistance and what they need and what they could do. But in the reality of engineering and deploying the systems, you need to focus narrowly on something that is accomplishable right away and demonstrates the value before you can increase that. I will say in those three domains of defense, healthcare, and cyber, we are witnessing a widening gap between the amount of data that's available and the human's ability to handle those data. And it's only getting worse by the advent of 5G, the Internet of Things, edge computing. All of those new technologies basically increase multiple times the amount of data that humans have to deal with, have to handle. And to me, that's where I see or identify what kind of domains
0: are ready for this kind of technology. It's interesting. So complexity, certainly, and mission criticality, in a sense, of the consequences of making certain decisions. How about the economics of it, or even the social acceptance aspect? Like I wear my Fitbit or my smartwatch has become socially acceptable. They don't augment me. They just measure what I do. But having an assistant on my desk, and actually, let me ask you, Valerie and Sylvan, both of you are highly qualified experts making decisions all day long about projects and about customers and about collaborations. Are your jobs going to be affected, impacted by intelligent cognitive assistants? Can you imagine a day when you have a cognitive assistant next to you that helps you do your job? eating your own dog food? I
2: definitely do. Yeah, eating our own dog food, I absolutely do. And that's, I would say, maybe another characteristic of where cognitive assistant could take off as a technology, which is when there is a huge backlog of work and not enough humans to perform it. And I see that in my own job where I have so much work, I I would want to clone myself, but if I can, then maybe an intelligent cognitive assistant can help. And I always think of that in terms of two lines of work. There is the overload of work. I have a ton of things that I need to do. But then there is the overhead associated with the work, which is sometimes, let's say, I need to write a proposal. Well, writing a proposal is not just me taking pen and paper or a word processing, text processing system and typing the proposal. There are a lot of overhead to that. I need to fill out forms. I need to understand what the proposal is going to be about, what the customer wants, what we, kinds of capabilities we have to offer. All of that are the type of additional things that need to be done, but they don't interestingly provide specific value to the task of writing a proposal. So along those two threads of overhead and overload, I could see an intelligent cognitive assistant helping me out. So in proposal writing, filling out those forms for me. Using the templates, using the processes we currently use that are very well-defined, why couldn't I have this kind of assistant actually do all of those menial tasks so that I can focus, like Val, you mentioned earlier, I can focus on those parts that I really need to focus on. Same thing as in your example with writing a report for a general. You want to spend your cognitive abilities on what's going to make the difference and bring the value to the general not on selecting the right font and the right template and the right colors for the report you want to do and that to me applies to almost everything i do customer management project management and even the basic research of keeping up to speed with literature reviews or the content of a conference all of those types of things there are a lot of the actual work that i need to perform that could be automated so my brain focuses on only what my brain can do.
0: So in a sense, you're imagining the world in which you will have several cognitive assistants that specialize in different things. You'll have one of them who helps you write proposals in the way that you just described, another one who helps you maybe manage your schedule, another one that you can send to listen on to a conference that you don't have time to go to and can summarize the conference for you or the, or the talk.
2: So interestingly, I would say I would want one cognitive assistant to manage an army of other cognitive assistants doing those things because there is an interplay between all of this. Remember when I was talking about the complexity of the context and what the context means? When I'm writing a proposal, I'm also thinking in the back of my head about the work I'm doing on this other project. And that other customer for whom the proposal isn't, but could potentially be interested in the work from this proposal. So all of those things are so interrelated that I would want my cognitive assistant to be aware of absolutely everything to be able to support me in a way that augments everything, right? And not just being siloed. Does that make sense?
0: That makes sense. What about you, Valerie? If you had a dream, intelligent cognitive (laughs) assistant, what would it do for you?
1: I agree with everything that Sylvan said. That sounds awesome. I will just add in. So one, I was an executive officer for a general officer for a brief period of time, and one of my tasks for him that I did was every morning came in and I would review his email queue and I would get rid of all the stuff that wasn't a priority. And then I would highlight those items that he really needed to look at. And I think it's like, my email, I don't know about you, but as soon as I get off this call, I'm going to have hundreds of or at least 100 emails in there that I've got to weed through to figure out what's important, what isn't. I mean, that's a very simple example of how this cognitive assistant could really help us out. And I think it's probably doable now, you know, where it can learn the things that are most important to me rather than I know you can input different rules and things into the email system and make it do it for you, but that also takes time and it's not always intuitive. And so that cognitive assistant that can just make it happen. Yeah, that's what I want.